I was reading yesterday a story about a man who was having an emotional affair with a woman through a video game. And of course it stoked my biggest fears about marrying someone who had a second life who was not comfortable with himself enough to the point that he was not who he says he was. And I had kind of thought about this person throughout the day, you know, wondering how he could interact with his children and yet still have be sending messages to this woman who was not his wife. And I thought, well, maybe this person just was had an idea of what a relationship should be and his current life was not what it was. So he envisioned one in his mind and found a place where he could live that life that he envisioned for himself. And then I thought, well, you know, why wasn't he satisfied with his current life? Were there expectations that he had? And were they unrealistic? And could he accept the ordinariness of his own life and accept himself? And could he recognize that there is beauty to be had with truly being content with the person that you were born with and that's yourself and I came across uh, well actually I was awakened to an essay from Thomas Merton and You, you read this one passage from him and it's and it's it's very honest about his confidence in being with himself with all the complexities and all the insecurities but then with all of his faith And he talks about these. Uh, he talks about the the zoos and the foos. <laughs> he he had very he he had he names all of these brilliant spirits that had in 
enlightened him and pointed him towards the traditions of the East, but also recognized the beauty of some of the Greek, some of the French. But he, he kind of recognizes the importance and and being alone for himself, and it's it's very honest. And he writes, in an age where there is much talk about being yourself, I reserve to myself the right to forget about being myself. Since in any case, there's very little chance of my being anybody else. Rather, it seems to me that one is too intent on being himself. He runs the risk of impersonating his shadow. In other words, do you... Are you trying to set up expectations that are unrealistic to yourself. So he continues, Yet I cannot pride myself on spiritual freedom simply because I am living in the woods. I am accused of living in the woods like Thoreau instead of living in the desert like John the Baptist. All I can answer is that I am not living like anybody or unlike anybody. We all live somehow or other, and that's that. It is a compelling necessity compelling necessity for me to be free to embrace the necessity of my own nature. I exist under trees. I walk in the woods out of necessity. I am both a prisoner and an escaped prisoner. I cannot tell you why, born in France, my journey ended here in Kentucky. It makes no difference. Do I have a day? Do I spend my day in a place? I know there are trees here. I know there are birds here. I know the birds, in fact, very well. For they are precise pairs of birds living in the immediate area of my cabin. I share this particular place with them. We form an ecological balance. This harmony gives the idea of place a new configuration. So he recognizes what it is to be alone and be able to spend time drinking in the presence not only his own presence but the presence of those around him and that really is very difficult in this day where it's so easy for us to escape out of the humdrum of our own place where we are and go to a place 
where fantasies come about. But can we truly exist in the place where we are and accept it for its imperfections? Yet also see the true beauty that is around us. Can we drink in this beauty of ordinary? Can we drink in the acceptance of ourselves? Can we sit with the present moment and know that it has all the teachings that are necessary for us 